In a world where professional wrestling, movies, and pro wrestling movies dominate the landscape of popular culture, three friends lost in a pit of despair saw hope in their ability to banter, bicker, and giggle with one another for hours on end while sitting on their couch, forged in fire and bonded by bad jokes, silly puns, and sarcastic quips, young Michael Pava John Casey and the one they call Lumberjack united together into a theater of three, ready to showcase their talents on the grandest stage of them all, the podcasting stage. Through their trials and tribulations, the boys have seen it all. From body slams and peacocks, to Leslie Uggams and Tiny Lister's Giant Lister, to spoken words and segues about segues, Mike, Lumby, and JC have been there to work the gimmick, brother. Whether it's Mr. Hunk, non-union equivalent Willem Dafoe, or King himself, drink! This ragtag trio has been with you through it all and will continue to offer their unsolicited opinion to those who accidentally download their podcast. Sorry about that. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, this is Three-Way Theater. Uh-huh. Welcome to the three-way theater. Yeah. Ha. You know. You know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three-way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Lumberjack. Yeah. Welcome to the three-way that's gonna take a while. Yeah, we've already been here for like five hours, so it's a good thing we got here at noon. Yeah, nooner. Good, old, good old nooner. Love a good. Ever go? Ever have a nooner? Have, have a nooner? A little afternoon delight. Yeah. Mm. Have you? Sure. Do you? Pref- I prefer morning sex. Oh, morning sex is the best yeah. sex. Than a nooner. Yes. More morning sex is fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. Too bad nobody could hear Lumberjack. It's true, but <laughs> we're definitely not recording. No. It's on. Because oh, I can see the red light blinking. I'm just done over. Hello, my puny mind. <laughs> this is cats and oh, this is. Sure this is the Cats and Dogs trailer. <laughs> I was thinking about the truth about Cats and Dogs. Oh, did you need Garofalo and Uma <laughs> Thurman? It is I! Mr. <laughs> Thinkers, out of your mouth! I find it hilarious that you knew Rui went to see this movie in spite of Tim. <laughs> yeah, on a Friday night. You're not, your microphone's not on. Now it is. And that Tim was excited to see it. <laughs> yeah, he was super excited to see it. Thousands of years in our own backyards. 
100 million dogs have placed their destiny squarely in your paws. Get the best agent you can in there, ASAP. I think that if I'm going to be a secret agent, I should have a better name. I was thinking... Toto Annihilation. I'm on to you, Kitty, and you're in big trouble. I think is that Michael J. Fox? Uh -huh. It is you who is Stoke, in Stuart Little. There weren't nearly enough Matrix references in movies in the early 2000s. <laughs> Look out! Prepare for the funniest full-scale war the world has ever known. Oh, I can't believe we wanted to see this that bad. So bad. Oh, no. We got a bogey. Bogey in the wire. And the unlikely hero Ow! who holds the fate of the world in his paw. Ah! I'm a secret agent. Cats and dogs. At what point did you forget that we're trying to take over the world? On July 4th, Boom. the fireworks begin. Cats you guys saw it at the and fucking the summer blockbuster time. Yep. And you went to see fucking cats and dogs. I mean, it starred Jeff Goldblum. The summer of so. 2001. Yeah, it was a more innocent time. Jeff Goldblum played the uh, Wayne Zielinski-esque yeah. wacky inventor father. Right. Plus, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Perkins is pretty good, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Loved Elizabeth Perkins. Um, it was an innocent time. I mean, we had already seen... Well, actually, no. I think American Pie 2 came out a month later. Yeah. American Pie 2. Pie, pie days. <laughs> yeah. Pie days of summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cats and dogs. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you said it wasn't that bad. It was... Okay, so let me tell you the story from beginning to end. Okay. So the main dog... The story of cats and dogs? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. It's only seven paragraphs. A tale of two kitties. Oh, uh, the... the Garfield. S the secret of kitty galore. No, that was the sequel. Yeah, the squeakquel. Hey, guys. Welcome oh! to the I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjig. And I'm JC. And, and we uh, are watching oh. the Cats and Dogs trailer. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, oh, that's our turkey intro. Because this is Thanksgiving. Well, it's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my oh, Jesus. Lumberjig just had Thanksgiving. I did. He has pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Yeah, Mikey eats pre-something else. <laughs> So what are we? We're through a theater. Uh, yeah, we uh, watch pro wrestling movies and pro wrestling movies. Yeah, you might uh, you might call us three peas in a pod. Cast, Cast. which <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Despite and, uh, what you might think, yeah. this is a podcast about wrestling, right, and movies. we are not reviewing cats and dogs. <laughs> Although I'd be all about that. You okay, know, so the main dog, he was born <laughs> in a barn, and he was with his other uh, the other puppies. What was the main dog's name? Michael J. Fox. <laughs> His dog, doggy name. Michael J. Hound. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'd be a good partner for Max from Russell Madness? Okay, I could definitely see that. Ooh, a tag team, if you will? Yes. Yeah, definitely, because um, that dog wasn't even supposed to be there today. <laughs> they all got replaced by these pinchers that were very highly trained puppies that knew what the mission was, but he actually hid and escaped <laughs> and he knew the plan. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alerts for uh, cats the and dogs. First five minutes. <laughs> and he ended up um, being the one dog. It was funny because the guy's like, we are have. Gonna, are you going to stop him or are we just going to let him go? Well, here's the thing. So, uh,. TWT listener Rui Batello yeah. uh, has always uh, criticized us, saying that we do all pro wrestling movies, but in our tagline, we say pro wrestling movies uh -huh. 
and pro wrestling movies. Well, they are movies that we but, review. But he's he's arguing that we just don't do movies. But that's uh, not, we did that's Countdown. Not, first of all, that's not what we do. I'm, I Listen, I'm just telling you what he was complaining about. And so I was just going to let Listen, maybe go. In a, maybe in a future minicast we'll do we'll do something in like... In a future minicast, I will explain the entire plot of Santa with Muscles. <laughs> yeah. Okay? How about that, Apples? All right. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, um, so... What uh, are we actually doing today? Well, well I, we're, we're doing the animation domination. Right. Come in live and in color. Don't diss the man of a bum rush, your mother. Yep. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, animation domination. Today. I wanted to take a moment and thank... The Mac Attack for oh, guesting on yeah. our last uh-huh. episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks um, for the thanks for the um, the bump in uh, viewership. We no always... thanks for ghosting on the last episode. They were ghosts. They ghosted. They completely disappeared. Never texted me back. What? What? What are you? What? I was just trying to hang out with them. Oh, you? Oh, after? Yeah, I was trying to start like a new podcast. Three guys. Wait. You... Oh, wait. Without. Without us, us? It, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different format. What's how, about? What, what is it about? Wait, no, first of all, how are you going to get there? I'm going to need a ride. Oh, so you want him to give you a ride to the other podcast? Yeah, different format though. But what's the format? Can I be on the podcast? No. Oh, but it's what's about it? pro wrestling? Uh huh. Wrestling uh-huh. And movies. Oh, so it's the same thing as this podcast? No, 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 no pro wrestling movies. Just pro wrestling movies and wrestling, hmm. like amateur wrestling. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, you you can you can do that. I'm fine. But, but you know what? That Mac bump, they might get a lot of listeners. True. Yeah, we're gonna do so many bumps. <laughs> Jake, you never bump. That's true. Rui Batello taught me well. <laughs> um. So yeah, we decided at the last episode that we were gonna go back into the world of television. But then Jake had a great suggestion that we actually go into animation. Yeah, um, we haven't done that since the Scooby Doo movie, I believe. Which right. was a great episode. That's actually a, a highly downloaded episode for us, and which is uh, surprising because we had just come back from Three Way Theater, or we just come back from My Favorite Murder, rather. Yep, very early in the morning. It was like two. It was. Yeah. We were going crazy by the end because also we were trying to get the lyrics for that Scooby Doo song, and it and was driving us crazy. Like. Yeah. We won't stop until the battle's done. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped, played, rewound. Oh, my God. So many times. Uh, and if you want to check out that episode, head on over to threewaytheater.com. Bones, yeah. cheap plug. So animation domination, we're taking a look at three, three of the staples of- Animated Fox television shows. Yes, which they would be- all on Fox, huh? Yeah, all hmm. three were on Fox, all part of the same- it wasn't called animation domination until more recent, but it was part of the cartoon block that they would always have. It would be King of the Hill, Simpsons, and then it would be a Family Guy, or they would sometimes add the. So is that the live order action. we're going to do it in? Wait. Yes, because that's the order we watched it in. Yeah, I was. Right. I did that intentionally just for you Good guys. Job. Good yeah. job, Lumby. And I definitely, I, I do want to talk about the time. Like we'll go through each one, but I did. Uh, I was surprised <laughs> with some of the stuff in these episodes. Yeah. And uh, some of it's material. controversial. This may be a very controversial episode of Three Way Theater. Um, so warning now. I mean, if you stick around after the cats and dogs intro, you're in for the <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, if you're still here. <laughs> You're with us for the long run. Um, so, I mean, yeah, let's let's dive in, Jake. Why don't we start off with King of the Hill? Yes, uh, I'm a big King of the Hill fan, and this is episode, I believe, 22 overall of King of the Hill. And it's yeah, it's called, the second season. Uh, the episode is called Bobby Slam. Bobby Slam. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, from this came out October fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. So this, this this makes a little more sense to me. Yes. This is twenty years old. Um, 
still not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but, no, but this episode is actually oh. very. This episode, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. This episode <laughs> is very. Um, it, it, still it talk into true. the microphone though. It rings true today as it does ever. When you move your head, you should move the mic with it. No, but that's what I'm afraid of because every just time don't I move touch the bottom. The wire. I, I get transported to Baltimore. Oh, we're going to do the wire? <laughs> oh, now? man. I am all about that. Cool. I'm just kidding, Vito. Oh. oh. And um, AG Vito. And I've, I think that the subject matter rings true today as it does then, where it's a, it's a lot of controversy about women in sports well, and it inequality. W- it, wouldn't, it wouldn't strike a nerve as much back then as it would today. No, it would not. Well, I, But yeah, that means it's ahead of its time. Maybe. Good point. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Bobby Slam. So the episode opens with Bobby and Connie both playing a pro wrestling video game, right? Called what? Rampage. No, called oh. Sergeant Gorgeous's right. um, all-male Rampage. Okay. Something, about, something along those lines. Yeah, right. we didn't find that out till later on in the episode. Yeah, which I just noticed the that time watching it. I, mean, I, I love that episode. First time seeing that. But... um. Connie's like, hey, is there any girl wrestlers? And um, Bobby goes, no. Well, some of the old go- some of the older guys have breasts, though. I meant some of the older like video games had breasts. No, some of the old wrestlers. Oh, get it? That's yeah. the joke. Mm. What, you didn't get that? No, I thought he. I thought he said some of the older games have breasts in them because they were older games. No, no. What I, uh, I mean, it's been a long time since I watched King of the Hill. Uh, I did. You know, it's funny when like a character all of a sudden is revealed to love wrestling. Yeah, like Bobby Hill's love of wrestling. <laughs> uh huh. And it only lasts for like a week. You know. Uh huh. Okay, only why a week. Don't you stop doing your little fucking reindeer games together. No, no I don't know why he's touching he's my scrolling phone. On your phone. I just don't I know. know what I'm. You guys lo- are just, just nodding and giggling. I just don't know what this is. It's a TWT. It says TWT. Did you write okay. it with your finger okay. on your phone? Like okay. what's Listen, Mikey, you say that nobody cares about shit you can't see. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> you just got called out it was, on the no, air. You, it was fine. I didn't say anything about it until you had to bring it up. It was very distracting for me. Um, so yeah. they're playing. It's just, it's just one of those things. Like, Bobby Hill loves wrestling. And I feel like it's, I mean, not that it should be referenced again or anything like that. But it just. It, it actually was referenced again. Was it? Okay, great. On a, on a uh, later episode. It was a Thanksgiving episode, actually. And Hank was flipping through the TV guide, talking about all the sports he could watch. And then Bobby goes, and then we could top it off with a Thanksgiving Smackdown. All right. And Hank's reading the, the, the description. He goes, huh. Dennis Rodman's going to be there. You know, he's getting hit with a folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. Peggy just goes, the worm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Then I'm very happy to hear that there was a callback to Bobby's love of wrestling. Yep. That's Hank great. wouldn't let him watch it. It was TV PG-13. God damn it, And he Hank. was only 12. His bo- is, is King of the Hill one of those TV like cartoons where the characters never age? Like how Bart and Lisa are the same? Um. So, yeah, kinda. They would if they would age, it would be very sporadically. I think the only character that aged regularly was um, Luann and Lucky's daughter. Okay, who was a baby. Well, and also then grew up a little bit. What about the Native American uh, son? That oh like, yeah, he hit puberty, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Joseph hit puberty, and he went from being voiced by Brittany Murphy to he got an actual adult male voice actor. I like that. And uh, yeah, he hit, actually hit puberty, got bigger, his role changed. But yeah, as things would happen, they would they would age like. Well, that's oh, so that I mean that's more than the Simpsons. So yeah, I'd agree with that. 
All right, cool. Um, so they're playing this game. They're playing the game. They're both into wrestling, and Peggy comes in like, oh, I lied for you. I didn't let your mom know that you were playing video games because her parents are all studious and shit. Peggy's a cool mom. She's like, oh, I was telling you you were wrestling with your math problem. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> and um, they got back to work. And just so happens, Peggy gets called in to be the girl's gym coach. Right. And they're giving demonstrations on what different sports people can take. And there's like, there's uh, fucking, who's the guy? Basketball and then wrestling. And then Peggy gets general sports. That's the one thing I liked in the the brief scene in the beginning with Hank and Peggy where... uh, He's concerned over her coaching sports. Yeah. And then when he, she clarifies it's women's sports. Yeah. He doesn't like, care anymore. He doesn't care. Do I have a clean shirt? Like, yeah, you yeah. know. Just, and that's like a uh, that's a regular thing where he just kind of uh, glosses over when it's a, a female problem, a female issue, you know? Right. Um, and, that's, and it happens later on when she's spilling his heart out, her heart out to him about when she was uh, like marginalized as far as a baseball player goes so she because she was a girl oh into that sepia tone flashback yeah yes. they, they, she went back she wanted to join the team it was all boys um he goes hey can you uh can you run as good as you can throw she goes yes sir i can he goes good go get these boys some soda pop <laughs> and boys love soda pop and then they it comes do. back to hank boys do love soda pop <laughs> we'll have to remember to bring some for bobby <laughs> because hank is so you you mentioned that you know, we have the two the two gym teachers. Yeah, they're going over the different things they can choose. And Bobby, once he finds out that there's a wrestling team, immediately wants to be on it. Right. And so does Connie. Well, she doesn't really make it known that she wants to be, but she obviously shows interest in it. Also, but Hank is so proud of Bobby for being on a sports team. Yeah, Bobby's never been that guy. He was a uh, he's a comedian character. Like he's into comedy and stuff, prop comedy specifically. I, I also, I always remember from King of the Hill, the uh, self-defense episode. I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> like, uh, my cousin Matthew was kind of a little little pudgy Bobby Hill-like character. And so we would always, I just pretty much always gave him that line. Your cousin actually described me as looking like your cousin Matthew in a younger photo of me. Oh, Mongo McMatthew. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I like course. this. Yeah, we've talked about Mongo before on the podcast. Have we? Yeah, we stopped dead tra- track and just talked about the fact <laughs> that my cousin was named Mongo McMatthew yeah. <laughs> after Steve Mongo McMichael. Uh, but anyway. I have to go back and listen to us. <laughs> um, I just love like Hank and, and Boomhauer and all. They're, they're so proud of the fact that Bobby independently went out and joined a sports team. So he's an independent wrestler? <laughs> yup. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> that is what I'm telling you. Um, so he's learning the difference between real wrestling, like pro wrestling and amateur wrestling. And he's like, t- he's like, oh yeah, there's no pile drivers and there's nothing like that. And Connie's like, oh man, how is it? You having fun? Because oh, the girls are getting the shit end of the stick. Right. They, I mean, they, their balls are Their balls flat. are deflating and not bouncing. And They gotta blow up the balls. Yeah, yeah, between each pass. Pass, blow, pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hot. that's what they got to remember for the rest of their life, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, um, I did like Bobby explaining to Connie, pile driver, that's not a real hold. <laughs> and then uh, I also love the line, if you got it, we'll we lock, lock it. it. Like, that's yeah. great. Well, like, this is when he's like, he's he's showing off. He's like, oh, I'm going to put you in a real wrestling hold. And this is impossible, impossible to get out. To get out. Of, and of course, Connie slips right out. That and, Connie, uh, she's he goes, good. He goes, no, you didn't use real wrestling. If you use real wrestling, it's impossible to get out. <laughs> good try, though. <laughs> yeah. 
And she uh, doesn't. T- she doesn't take it personal. At one point, uh, she's hurt though. Like her her, her uh, pride is hurt. I don't think bit. she is yet. I think by that point she's like that's when right afterwards you know she went to Peggy and she just said like what do you want to do anything you can do we can do she goes, I want to wrestle well the problem was that the um, the boys basketball coach needed the entire court for them to play a scrimmage game yeah and they wanted to push the girls off the court can you do a posture drill yeah make them just <laughs> get them as close to the wall as possible. Come on, we all know. Posturable. Mm. We all know that uh, general sports is code word for busy work, <laughs> which right. is what the gym, the male gym coach says. Yeah, I mean they they are undermining Peggy at every turn. They're not allowing her to blossom as a gym coach. And they're uh, the, any of the girls, anything the girls want to do, they're basically screwed over on. So unfortunately, I mean not unfortunately, but it's just as much about Peggy as it is about Connie. Well, yeah. Peggy yeah. and Hank are having a conversation in the kitchen, and she says something to the effect of, well, what if Bobby was a girl? And Hank says, well, we don't have, have to worry about, about that, that anymore. anymore. Yeah, that like, was awesome. That was fucking hilarious. My boy's in sports. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Con is named Con Jr., after, named after her father who wanted a boy. Right. So they and call her Connie. When I went to the scene with Connie and her parents, I turned to Mikey, and I was like, is that racist? Yeah. yeah most definitely. Yeah. What? The, the, the characters in general. The characters, No, yeah. I wouldn't say they're racist. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. How were they racist? They would not be that today if King of the Hill yeah. aired. They're, they're voiced by Asian, Asian characters. I get that, but they, it's they're, very- They're doing a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A caricature? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was I don't think for. so. It's, it was. I mean, they would drop, they they weren't using plurals when they should have used plurals. They were- dropped. I guarantee that would never fly today. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but here's the thing. Oh, you you're off. Is, is it on? Are you flipping it on? No. Carl Kahn Jr. No, he's got nothing on. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Okay. So, Kahn Jr. I forgot my point. I was <laughs> <laughs> it's a racist thing. Oh, no. Kahn Jr. doesn't have an accent of any sort, so I don't think that's She racist. doesn't. Cause no. She's Americanized. Yeah. And her parents are both from Laos. It's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. See, as many of the stereotypes they go for, they also contradict it, where when they first moved into the town, they were like, they just moved in. The neighbors were like, are you Chinese or Japanese? And they're like, we're from Laos. It's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia. And then they go, are you Chinese or Japanese? (laughs) And then Hank's dad shows up. This old war veteran, really grizzled and hard, and then go, and then Dale goes, "These are the new neighbors. They're Chinese." And he looks at him, and goes, "Nope, they're Laotian." <laughs> <laughs> like you just knew right away, like because he's an experienced like military guy. I get what you're saying, and I can I can understand that and agree with that, but I still feel like that would never fly today. I do. After this, we're gonna watch the uh, Digital Underground all around our same old song video. <laughs> And I'm going to show you something that would never fly. You show me that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's crazy. You love that video. You always play that to yeah, me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, I also love uh, Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> you sure do. Um, I, the other little aside that I enjoy is Bobby's love of Gatorade. 
Yeah, yeah, he has a he's a great opinion on it. Uh, I love when he asked the coach permission to drink Gatorade. Yes, and he's like, "Yeah, you're sweating plenty." <laughs> just he's so happy. It, it's so me though, just like standing there and just sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, but so once. Connie tells Peggy that she wants to wrestle and she gets permission. She convinces her parents based on the ability to add it to her resume for Harvard. Right. Yes. And uh, they go to the principal and they're all now arguing her way onto the team. This pisses off the coach. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he was trying to keep an all boys because he's anti-girl like all gym coaches were. And uh, I like the coach's plan here. Turn it against Peggy a little bit. Right. And set up Hill. Pair them off. In well, normally they would have um, everybody's you know, on the team. If you join the team, you're yep. on the team. They said if you're on, if you try out, yeah. you're made the team. And that's how it usually is with wrestling because there's so many weight classes to fill. Right. And here's the thing: in wrestling, it is girls versus boys. That's not weird. That's an, it's a co-ed thing. It's girls wrestles boys, boys wrestle girls. That's just how it is. It's about weight class. Bobby and Connie are not in the same weight class. Good point, Lumberjake. They are not no. even. I wrestled in high school. They are not even anywhere near each other. Humble brag. The. <laughs> I also said that during my match and like a couple weeks ago, <laughs> just really loudly, and I um, they have weight classes and they couldn't like a tiny little Asian girl who's in seventh grade, eighth grade. And a big corn-fed fat white kid, <laughs> and uh, Connie starts to feel the resentment from Bobby. Yes, he starts. She starts to like notice that he's not wanting to talk to her. He's not hanging out with her because she's made it harder for him. Right. I mean, it's it's now a bad situation. The coaches paired them against each other. The loser is off the team. Um, the stakes have never been higher. And it also drives Peggy to go and have a wild night out at the batting cages. Well, she's yeah. letting off some steam. Right. You know, she's in the batting cages. Because she doesn't know what to do with herself. Right. She's, she doesn't know if she should support Connie, who's a girl like she was that got crushed, or should she support her son? She's throwing a few back. She's knocking some homers. What'd you say? That's in the next show. She's knocking some <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, yeah, she's all wasted, hungover. And to the point where she tells a story about how she wanted to name Bobby Jeffrey, but some man wouldn't let her. You mean Uncle Hank? <laughs> and then uh, she gets so drunk she can't even go to the meet the next day. Right. Um, but I like that. So at night, you know, Bobby's up at night. He can't, tossing and turning, he, he can't get a good night's sleep. He gets up out of bed and he trips over. His wrestling video game. Which is for Super Nintendo, by the way. I don't. I noticed by the controllers yeah. that it was Super Nintendo, nice. which is weird for '97. That was in the full swing of Nintendo 64, PlayStation. '97 was the last time I had a video game system, and it was a Super Nintendo. Okay, so okay. I feel like I think N64 was the new cool thing, but I think for a Bobby Hill, Super Nintendo. Okay, I'm uh, especially a kid in Texas, middle class, yeah. not necessarily again the newest of things. He's lucky he has a Super NES. That's true. He could have an Atari twenty six hundred. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, um, so he he f gets this great great idea, and I like that they just cut to the next day. Like they don't. They don't show any scheming at all. They just kind of. They just kind of see each other, in uh, across from each other in the windows because we saw earlier on when she was helping him cheat on his homework 
that they can just see right into yeah, each other's bedrooms. Yeah, they have a good uh, system of going back and forth with each other. Fucking hot, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if King of the Hill had gone on a few more years, we could have seen Oh my God, those that scenes. was Joseph living in that fucking window? <laughs> Connie be wrecked. <laughs> Do you like I it's again it's been years since I've watched King of the Hill. Was there like ever a romantic relationship there between Bobby and Connie? Like did it was Bobby they... and Connie dated. Okay, uh, all right. I don't They're I don't boyfriend remember. girlfriend for a long time. Okay. okay. Good for them. After uh, Joseph had puberty though, there was a little rift where Ooh. Bobby thought she was going to get with Joseph, but then she didn't, but he thought they were and he punched Joseph in the face. Ooh. Oh, he punched him good. <laughs> and then and then Joseph kissed Connie's mom. <gasps> Wait. What? Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. This is this is getting intense. Yeah, he, she was patching him up because Bobby punched him in the nose, and she was fixing his nose. And so he, he kissed her. That's not how I'm going to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this wrestling match. One of the best wrestling matches we've seen on Three Way Theater, Be- because it was so per- perfectly choreographed. Yeah, I've it was never, so well done. Every spot had a reason. Um, they they initially start. They lock up. We don't. We as viewers don't know. That the fix is in. Right. Right. You know, we're watching. We're like, what are they going to do? Are they just going to wrestle it out? Starts with a backbreaker. Bobby picks yeah. Bacani up in backbreakers. <laughs> and she sells it dead. And yes. everyone's like, <gasps> it was people, fucking awesome. People lost their, because that's exactly what would happen if you saw that in a real wrestling, yeah. <laughs> amateur wrestling. So it reminded, like, and it's one of those things where you think, like, high, well, this wasn't even high school. This was grade school. They're in the gym. and Junior all high. The, junior, junior high. high. Uh, it reminded me, we... Years ago, uh, NCW did a pep rally at uh, Killingly High School, and so we had Rui Batello again, uh, you know, big guy, dress up in full tights, and he went out and harassed Eddie Loomis, who was a student. He was a senior at high school time, and they were at, at the pep was rally. Was Rui a bad guy? Uh, no, Rui came out to save Eddie, so it was Davey and myself and we came out there as the bad guys, as the heels. Awesome. And we started trash talking everybody in the pep so The entire school's out there. The entire school. All like 700 students are out there. We start calling out Eddie Loomis, who's sitting in the crowd. And we start making fun of him and everything else. And then Rui Batello runs out in full tights. And Rui had a lot of anxiety before he ran out there because there's 700 high school kids. Yeah, biggest crowd he's ever worked Like, with and... They ate it up. They were like, oh, like they were so thrilled that this big guy came out there and threatened Davey Loomis, threatened to shut me up. Did you guys do any fighting or it was just like they they I come to the show. And yeah, see it these was guys. it was strictly hype uh, to get it going. Right. But like Davey chase Davey was chased out of there by Rui and I like we hightailed it out of there. But the I just think of those kids and like watching that little high school this match. And thinking about that pep rally, yeah. it's like just the excitement of being in there it totally reminded me of that. I was to the pep rally my senior year. Didn't you? Uh, didn't you participate in some kind of big senior talent show or something like that? Yeah, I. Uh, I he was King Titan. King I, Titan. I was King Titan. There we go. Male talent show. It uh, involved the talent portion, a tuxedo portion, a swimsuit portion. <laughs> Did they have a female talent show? Like, did they do this for the girls? Or it was just for the guys. I. You need a queen, right? Yeah, right. I think that. You know, that's very progressive of them just to have a male version. Yeah, I don't think like, there was a girl one. Interesting. Let's objectify the men. Yeah. Not the women. That's yeah, we had a swimsuit contest portion. <laughs> oh, you weren't kidding about that? No. Oh. Everything I said was formal wear, swimsuit yeah, talent. I thought the swimsuit part was a joke. 
No. Wow. I wore Daisy Duke jean shorts, <laughs> and I cut a shirt in my midriff, uh-huh. oh my God. and I tied a bandana around my head, and I had two girls come out with me that were dressed the same exact way. Perfect. Because all the guys in King Titan needed two escorts to escort them out for each Were section. you able to pick your escorts? Yes. Oh, man. And if you Easy. don't think girls were fighting for that fucking spot, you'd be wrong. <laughs> fucking every, like me and all my loser friends of fucking popular girls, can I be your escort? Yeah. I just, again, the excitement of it all, being King Titan, yeah. being a part of a pep rally, fighting in a amateur wrestling match to the death between Bobby and Connie. Yeah, fucking wrestling at a uh, martial arts exhibition. <laughs> yeah. I can see the parallels. So... So he does a backbreaker. Yep. He goes over, celebrates with all the boys, like, yeah, I fucking killed that bitch. <laughs> and then uh, Bobby runs over. Connie catches him with a fucking kitchen sink. Fucking yep. knee to faces. Keeps kneeing him in the fucking face. She fucking puts him down. She goes over, celebrates with the girls. Yep. Bobby fucking hits her with a chair. <laughs> he uh, The kick up. Don't forget, Connie does a fucking kick up. Oh, yeah, after yeah. the chair shot, isn't it? Yeah, uh, fucking kick up. Kick up zombie Turns him into a zombie. <laughs> that was my favorite part. And the fans she zombified were... him. Oh, watch out. He just turned him into a zombie. <laughs> fucking Connie grabs him in a headlock, says, should we take it home? And Bobby's like, Not... I got one more Yeah, idea. one more. Pulls out a razor blade. Slices. <laughs> no. He pulls out a packet of ketchup. <laughs> slices his head open. And then airplane spin. Airplane spin. First of many. Fade out. As Peggy goes, ah. Did that did that girl crush my Bobby's dreams? Hank's like, nope. Oh no. Did she did she ruin my boy? Nope, they figured it out. They found a way out. Yep. Like that like That's my boy. That's my Jeffrey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um when I talk, nobody else talks, so I can make sure that I come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, uh, you know what? Without jumping ahead between the other two episodes, you could definitely tell there's a distinct like this episode was all about characters. This is a story. This is it's important to what Peggy is doing and how she feels to Bobby to Connie. It's all about the characters. The other two, I mean, Family Guy is obviously a show about jokes and punchlines and cutaways. Um, Simpsons is, I don't know what The Simpsons is today, but it like. It was what we saw. Yeah, okay. I mean, the, but King of the Hill was really just all about the characters. So I really enjoyed it. I always loved King of the Hill. I think Mike Judge did a great job with creating a. Oh, animated- for a second, I thought you were talking about Mike judging it. Like, I yeah, thought you yeah. were just like. <laughs> I thought Mike Judge did a great job creating a show that was really a lot of substance opposed to like the wackiness of cartoons yeah. where like spoilers for the Simpsons there's a scene where it just goes on with Lisa going oh yeah, what no oh jeez yeah. what yo oh, gross like he goes Homer's flipping through channels and she's seen I mean let's just get into it because that's the first part of the Simpsons okay so yeah so this was this came out in 2013. You said, uh, yeah. This came out. Uh, b- 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 <laughs> now you're doing it. Ooh, bah, bah, <laughs> da, yeah, March third, March 2013. Okay, so this is what does you have? What season this was for The Simpsons? 24. Yeah, season 24. Fuck. And this was the 522nd episode overall. Wow. Holy shit. Yes. Like I. I haven't really watched The Simpsons since like season ten, season eleven. Like I haven't. Ugh. I um 
can tell you the there's a, something funny the way this episode starts where it's not any of the jokes. It's um when they start the episode, the couch gag is actually cut off. Right. If you guys noticed that. Oh yeah. There's a reason why it was cut off. <laughs> okay. I'm actually gonna show you the couch gag. Oh. Now. All right. Okay. If that's all right. Yeah. Go you for guys it. can fill in the spot while I look for it. Oh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, so um, hey, um, what are you doing later tonight? Oh, you know, I don't know. I'm in my sweats, so I'm just kind of chilling. Me too. I'm oh, in my sweats. yeah, you're in your. Are you talking about the cartoons. No, uh, uh, um, um, so so the Simpsons. Sim- Simpsons. Oh, so you, Mikey, are you familiar with Simpsons? Yeah, I've I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. You're a fan. Okay, I'm yeah. ready. Oh, 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 all right. Okay, so this was the cut uh, couch gag. Okay. from the Simpsons. Con los terroristas. <laughs> So, of course, very 2013. It, 2013 was a time of a lot of things. Like the Harlem Shake. Like the Harlem Shake. But it's the Homer Shake. Oh, my God. Where you have, it started with Maggie dancing and nobody else doing anything, and then it pulls back and it's a bunch of the characters all doing wacky Harlem Shake things. Now, why was this cut? Why was it cut out? Copyright. Oh, uh, copyright concerns. So I just thought it was because it was hysterically unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> if that was it, they would have cut off the first five minutes of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you can tell it's 2013 because they really fucking burned the storage wars, guys. Yeah, take them down a peg. Not only do they burn the storage wars, they completely tore into Bill Cosby. No, that was, that was family, family Guy. Oh, whoa. But I mean, let's... Wait a minute. Where am I at? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're at, you're at Jake's house. I did drug your drink earlier. <laughs> what year is this? 2013. 2013. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we do the Harlem Shake, guys? That no, we're going to do... Th- no, don't you remember you really wanted to do a Harlem Shake, <laughs> but we waited too long and it yeah. became completely passe? Like, we were in one, though. We weren't. I wasn't. Yes, we were. I wasn't. Is it too late to do the Harlem Jake as my gimmick? I think it's the perfect time to do it. We were we 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 were part of one of the St. Patty's Day. Oh Ew. yeah, I never watched it though. Neither did, did ever, I. Oh. Yeah, nobody did. Nobody there. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it opens with Homer watching TV with Lisa. Um, fucking going through the five hundred reality TV shows to flip through. And if I thought if I chuckled at any of them, I would have written it down. But here we are. The only one that actually caught my eye, and it wasn't even that it was funny. It was just it was long enough. Was toddlers and tarantulas? I did. See oh, that I saw one. that one. Yeah. Like, uh, but I mean, I think one of them was like America's Next Great Porn Star or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like I'm sorry, Simpsons, but it well, feels I, desperate. Well, I, 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 Here's I can't. The thing. I, I can't, actually. I actually liked other parts of the episode. Yes, it was mainly that one. I can't hate on toddlers and tarantulas because it's a t- it's a knockoff of toddlers and tiaras. And you so love toddlers. I think it's pretty funny. After we after they flipped through the channel, <laughs> we all just stopped and looked at each other. Yeah. Right. Well, like, it, it's genuinely after like season ten or eleven. I can't remember where I went out of my way to watch The Simpsons. So I mean, I just never like I know they're all available to watch on demand and whatever else, but I just. I stuck on for a few more seasons. You know, I I like The Simpsons. I still like The Simpsons. I don't watch them. I haven't watched the new episode 
since we watched Gorgeous Grandpa today. The that last, was the name of the episode, by the way. The last time. Simpsons I watched before this episode was uh, when they made a Brockton reference um, a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. It well, was, isn't there when they went to Boston? Yeah. yeah. That was their new thing. They go to like do these special episodes where they go to cities and we, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they've always done that kind of shit. Though. I guess so. I, I mean, maybe I'm, I mean, I know it's like the hipster thing, like, oh, the wistful days of Conan O'Brien and like writing for the show, but like those episodes are so brilliant. He only brilliant. wrote the fucking monorail episode. But I mean, just that, those years, the, all the writers on that show. Jason's they were, such a fucking hipster yeah he's such a fucking he's like oh you you ten or eleven or ten nine or ten i can't even decide when it really fell off for me it was like most of ten but you know it still had a couple gems in there (laughs) (laughs) that was such a good jc impression i've been working on it (laughs) whatever <laughs> Whoa. Wow! Jesus. You cutting that out of I'm the gonna, fucking? I'm gonna cut. No, I'm, I'm not gonna cut that out. You cut I'm that leave out. that in there. <laughs> All right. It's like when I said Monster Mac's real name. <laughs> We're gonna get denied that uh, the oh, advertising oh, cover. Mon- I'm on it. <laughs> we can't monetize anything. <laughs> Hold for edit. Uh, Thirty-eight minutes in. Hold for Edward. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, the watching the Storage Wars show. <laughs> Gets Homer uh, enthralled with he the idea. The, yeah, he gets the fever. As people did. He like, watched all 48 episodes, was it? No, uh, it was 48 hours later oh, or something okay. like that. He was like, ah, this show looks stupid. I'm going to give it one binge. <laughs> then 48 <laughs> episodes or 48 hours, either way. Those might be one and the same, really. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, they go out to an auction. Oh, they go to their own. Yep. So we get the entire like a local... Uh, storage war auction with all the local residents. Yeah, they're not the only ones there. No, everyone's gotten the bug now, and everyone has their own way of calling for when they. Everyone also has their own sunglasses. Everyone has their own sunglasses, and everyone has their own way of calling uh, for their bid. Yeah. yeah, which is mainly through various catchphrases and shit like that. Let's switch mics. Give me that mic. Oh, I'll just make sure it's working when I talk. Oh. Oh, hello. It's me, the genie. Oh. <laughs> All right, go. And welcome to Three Way Two. No! <laughs> um, we are having the worst audio troubles I think we've ever had. That's not true either. The worst we've ever had in the history of this podcast. Absolutely not true. And everyone had their own way of calling a bid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... <laughs> Lisa had her saxophone. Yeah, and um, there well, was that's others. just like the storage wars things. Yeah. yeah. Boop. Yep. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how you know. Oh, Mikey just bid. He bid low. I always <laughs> bid low. Bid low, sell high. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't. <laughs> six. <laughs> they get to six fifty before Homer goes. I'll buy it for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Which is you know way too much. And right. Well, that was the that did make me laugh when the host like and the guy one of the guys it wasn't even close to a thousand dollars. That made me laugh. And uh, they get into the storage bin and they find robes and boas and baby oil and, and makeup, makeup and, and perfume wigs and perfume and tights and it's like man, and it belonged to Homer's dad. So they're like, Grandpa must be gay. Yeah, they immediately think he's gay. The gay panic is real. It wasn't, it wasn't panic. panic. Marge they, is desperate for yeah, a gay. They well, were, but they Homer, Homer's it. a little eh about it. No. Well, he he's was a little... Fi- he's he, been fine since Homer's phobia. He was a little shocked. Like, oh, my dad couldn't be gay. It wasn't like, 
he didn't want his dad to be gay. Yeah, he's like, my dad couldn't be gay. Why else would he be married to my wife, my mom, who he fucking never paid attention to for 29 years? <gasps> <laughs> and uh, they decided to set him up a Craigslist personal, like, casual encounter. Oh, casual encounters, yep. And they... Uh... <laughs> so is Smithers out of the closet in The Simpsons now? Um, I feel like it's been like it's, that for a while. It's been very tongue-in-cheek. Where even on the episode Homer's Phobia, where he met a gay guy, and that was the whole plot with John Waters. Um, John Waters is that the one with reindeer? Yes. Okay. John Waters took them out to dinner, like or lunch or whatever, and Smithers walks up and goes, "John, what are you doing here? Is this ah. your sick mother?" <laughs> like, so Smithers being, and then in one episode that took place in the future, he had a girlfriend, and they said, "I always thought you were." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I was." But not uh, so ever since I take these pills, it represses it. <laughs> as long as I take a pill every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, they've they've gone a roundabout. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> well, they 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 meet at the park. They they're looking to have somebody casual meet up. encounter park. Yeah, casual encounter <laughs> park, which uh, you know we found out because Mr. Burns actually shows up. Says, that's Smithers, what are you doing here? In I call shenanigans. Mr. Burns would never walk his own dogs. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Was he walking hounds? Yes. Okay. He sure was. He didn't have to release them. They were just <laughs> there. Um, but I love uh, Grandpa Simpson's reaction to Marge saying he was gay. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I'm not a biscuit bumper. <laughs> Wait, that was Family Guy also. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and... Um, Grandpa's like, no, I'm not. I'm not gay. That's weird. And and fucking Mr. Burns is like, this is fucking what was his name? What was his work? Uh, name? Gorgeous, glamorous Godfrey. Oh. Glamorous Godfrey. He's the big biggest heel of all time. He was gorgeous George, biggest star of the 1950s. <laughs> oh, the 1950s. Those things. Those things. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback too. And it's. I love his little shtick. It's very gorgeous, George. Oh, it's he's, perfect. He's got a fucking, like, he's got the guys throwing flowers down. He's got perfume being thrown. So here's where I'll also give The Simpsons credit. I feel like out of the three episodes we watched, this was the most accurate to wrestling. Because they used faces and heels? They used faces and heels and just, like, a lot of the mannerisms and things like that. The characters felt very, like, you know, of its time, but still accurate. Um, I think they did a good job with just uh, presenting wrestling yeah, they um people seemed they seemed to get wrestling really well. I feel, and right down to when they set up an old timers show, and two of the guys have each other in a headlock, and the crowd's going fucking crazy for a headlock. Well, think of it this way: so it was uh, Glamour's Godfrey versus Babyface Palooka, yep. and their big uh, grudge match, which is really the plot of the wrestler with Mickey Rourke as yeah, Randy the Ram in the Ayatollah. Yeah, so I mean, again, it just it feels like a very it's well worn territory, but at least they were accurate to it. A little trick. Does uh, does does Abraham die in the end? <laughs> <laughs> Honest Abe. Honest Abe. Does he? You know, does the sound go out when he uh, <laughs> hits the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was, but uh, but um, it, all of Grandpa's bad guy things that he does in the ring in his return and makes Bart want to be more like him. Right. Well, I think you might be jumping the gun a little bit, Lumberjake. Nope. Because I'm pretty sure you have a song to sing us. Oh, Holy yeah. Shit, that's right. Mr. Burns was trying to get um, Glamorous Godfrey out of retirement. Talk. There we go. He wanted him out of retirement, I say. <laughs> out of it! And he decided he was going to do this yep. by singing a song. You just, You just... Kevin Castro just drove off the road. 
<laughs> oh, I love Kevin Castro, though. I used to until you just killed him. I just killed him? Car accident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of various parts of this song that I could start in at because there's this whole song is pretty fucking I think you good. should do the whole thing. The whole thing? All and seven. now it's time for Lumberjake's ooh, titular ooh. song. Da, 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 Yeah. This is the song that never ends. <laughs> That's not what you did the last time. It changes every time. It does? Yeah, because you can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't really care for chasing women. Never was keen on booze. Don't take cocaine or Mary Jane. No, I get drunk on booze. That's uh, B-O-O-S, not Z-E, as before. Uh, because you've got to be lo- you got to love to be hated. Find the good in being bad. Oh, the crowd is full of gentlemen, but they've paid to see the cad. Yes, it's a hoot, a kick, a gas. When you're a villain of the show, once you wear black, you never go back. It's a high to be loathed. Chucky, Stalin, Megatron, Eric Cartman, Donkey Kong, Vader, Nader, Simon Legree, Terminators, one, two, three. Lago, Joker, Voldemort, McEnroe on center court, Mr. Burns and Skeletor, keep your good guys, what a snore. When it's your head they want to sever, and your blood they want to shed, know that you're going to live forever if everyone wants you dead. So listen up, because I've given the best advice you'll ever know. So feel the thrill, I know you will. It's a high to be loathed. Love it. Perfect. It's such a good explanation of being a bad guy wrestler. Bad guy, yeah, yeah. And again, uh, that's an. I think it was a very creative and awesome song, and something I didn't expect from The Simpsons. So too bad. You, too bad he'll only use it once. Yeah, yeah, because he turned good guy at the end. Spoiler. Spoiler. Um. So Grandpa gets back into wrestling. Bart starts mimicking his what he does. <laughs> that made me really laugh too. The baseball game when Bart was... comes out as the prettiest baseball player in all of Springfield. I just like Millhouse being his lackey. Yeah, holding the mirror for he, him. He, yeah, awesome. he holds the mirror, he rolls out the carpet, yeah. uh, you know, he makes an entrance Bart. and he makes it look like he's gonna, you know, knock it out of the park. He says he calls he's like, I'm gonna hit a home run yep. and all you nerds he bunts <laughs> and then catcher <laughs> goes to get it, throws the bat down so he trips <laughs> And then struts to first base. You know, someone else tries to run him out, and he throws baby powder, baby powder to the eyes. And he stands on first, preening. So <laughs> and good. The, and the crowd's like, oh, Simpson, why'd you tell your boy to stop being so arrogant? <laughs> it's so wrestling. It's, it's so perfect. awesome. <laughs> I loved it so much. That was a great bet. I was a real, I really liked that. So. Well, then the, then it's time for show and tell. And, and instead of, uh, you know, it's he takes over. What you Nothing, no, this, no, this really happened, I want right? you. I want you to go with it. And, uh, yeah, uh, he attacked uh, Martin. Martin has like robot. a robot. Yeah, and he like does the same jump. He up. hits it with a chair, drops an drops elbow. Drops the elbow. He also got a chair at the wrestling show as a souvenir. Oh, can I get a chair? Fine. <laughs> Throws the chair. We should start selling chairs. It's a great and terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so he takes the robot. I. I that's okay. I'm done. That's all, all right. That's all you got. All right. Well, moving on. Yep. Um, so Abe doesn't like seeing his grandson be bad because he, he didn't like it either. He was all for it. He was all for it when the crowd was booing him and he was super popular. But then he showed that when he went home, it was all the same. He was getting booed while he was eating at a restaurant. He got booed at church and the fucking pastor threw wine in his face. Can I tell you, I would love if that was 
true for us. <laughs> like if if like being a heel is one of the best things ever. I am a huge fan of being a heel. And if I could get that kind of reaction outside of the ring, just like in everyday life, just like they hated me so much that they would boo me when I go out to get soup at See, the diner. See, I mean, it sounds great, but I mean, how many horror stories did you hear where you had to be escorted out of the building, you're going to be pelted by... by you think those are horror batteries. stories? You're going to be stabbed by a, by a, with scissors by an old lady, your car tires are going to be slashed and keyed. I would have loved to have been in the 80s. I think favorite, that would have been great. Uh, one of my favorite heel stories was from Johnny Valentine. Bobby Heenan told the story of how he was at a carnival show in Indiana, and Johnny Valentine was walking into the building, well, into the, where the area was, and he put his, some fans are yelling at him, and he <laughs> yeah. put his bags on the back of a car's trunk, and the fans are yelling at him, he goes, hey, you you little punks, you stay away from my car, if anyone touches my car, I'll find you personally, and I'll beat the shit out of you, nobody better touch, nothing better happen to this car, and he grabs his bag, and he walks in, and him and Bobby Heenan walk out together, and the car's flipped it's all the windows mad bull style the 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 mirrors are broken headlights are broken the car's destroyed and bobby Hinn goes geez johnny look what they did to your car and he laughs and goes wasn't my car (laughs) (laughs) he made everyone think that it was his car so they destroyed it so they would leave his real car alone yeah and some it's schmuck got his fucking, fucking car destroyed. Brilliant. It's amazing. So you wouldn't like to have been in I that mean, era? Sure, but it sounds great. But like I'm saying, like there's still some crazy people out there. Sure. You would have been the Jim Cornette to my Big Bubba. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> I would have been right behind you, just always just the guy silently standing there. I don't know. It just, it just sounds like the best thing ever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just personal preference. But imagine being a babyface back then and people would like pay for your meals at restaurants and yeah. fucking do the complete opposite. Where would you rather fall on the spectrum? Heel. I still would have been, I would have liked to have been hated. See, I don't know. I feel like you get more perks as a baby face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's obviously pluses to both sides of, of the coin there, but I think, I just love, I love to be loathed. <laughs> I think that's the best thing. Yeah, it's, it's a high to be loathed. <laughs> sure is. Um, so... They have this big match set up. They set up a tag team match between, what was it, like Old Glory? The oh, old no. Uh, it was Half Mast and <laughs> half Freedom mast, Flag? The Freedom Flag and Half Mast, the <laughs> midget wrestler. <laughs> um, also would have been me and Mike Pave's gimmick back <laughs> yes. in the day. Um, yes. And they were going to be wrestling Gorgeous God, Glamorous Godfried and uh, Beautiful Bart. Right. And then at the very beginning... Abe rips off his fucking wig and declares himself that he's now Honest Honest Abe. And Bart is now Liberty Lad. (laughs) And he puts a little Statue of Liberty thing on. He wears a fucking Abraham Lincoln thing. And uh, Mr. Burns is like, no, what are you doing? This, There's no good guy versus good guy. There's no money in that. He goes, oh, yeah, you're right. And then they start up beating up Mr. Burns. Mm -hmm. What he should have said was, the money's in the chase. Ooh. Glow did, call back. Did we get our next airplane spin at this point? This is when the airplane yes, the, spin. Okay, the big hits. airplane spin to Mr. Burns fade to black. Well, yep. I do love the the last little bit with Lenny and Carl, where oh, yeah. like, oh, this is why I come to everything in this town. Something always happens. And it always pays off. And then um, as a little post-credit thing, it shows somebody opening up one of the storage bins, and then it cuts to the side, and it's producers putting things into the storage bins. It was like all their their peak behind the curtain of all the things that went on the episode. I thought that was a 
then that was the end of the episode. Do you think that was like a wink and a nod to wrestling being fake and behind the curtain? Like oh, these that's little actually kind of cool. Yeah. Because they did the scene where like they're all hugging at the end, like Homer and Mar. Like I don't know. It feels like a peek behind the curtain. I kind of like that idea. I, I like, like it. that thought. I don't know. That's what I just thought when I saw it. So next. Oh, the last. The final step on this journey. But not least. No, not least at all. We had Family Guy's episode, Peter's Sister, which how perfectly takes place around Thanksgiving. Yep. And it's only a couple years old. I saw that it came out in 2015. Yep. So. See, here's the thing. King of the Hill. Into the mic. Into the mic. Mikey Bendover. (laughs) Oh, no. Not again. I mean, for The Simpsons, it took 526, ep- 22 episodes, rather, Wow! to get to that. For Peter, for Family Guy, it took 255 episodes. Fa- uh, King of the Hill, uh-huh, King of the going. Hill, it was 22 episodes. They are singing Happy Birthday again, again for the outside time. my house. <laughs> for the second time. Do you, think it's crazy. F- do you think it's for the same person, or do you think somebody else also has a birthday? Same person, but they're going to act like they didn't do it because somebody else was left inside the house. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, oh, let's sing happy birthday. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. But do you think they knew, to that guy that was in here, do you think they heard us making fun of it the first time? I oh. hope so. And so then went outside and said it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, King of the Hill going. really got to wrestling first amongst yes. these ones. Well, especially 97. Right. Yeah, it's so crazy, which is, you'd think there would have been more wrestling because Family Guy was around in like 98, 99. Although that got canceled early and then they came back like in 2005. But still, the Sim- and the Simpsons were around. There was no real wrestling there True. either. Other than Bret Hart's Bret cameo. Hart, yeah. uh, they, I think they're playing rugby now outside. <laughs> <laughs> Red um, Rover, Red Rover. <laughs> um, I, I'll tell you what, out of all three. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Tank Hill over here. <laughs> Um, I laughed more at the Family Guy episode you than did. any of the other. You really did. Uh, um, what, Mikey, what, what do you what you laugh most at, do you think? Family Guy. I, I think, think some of the jokes were darker and a little more, uh, <laughs> a little sharper. I, I was laughing a lot at King of the Hill. I mean, was, again, I was describing the best. <laughs> Listen, Roe versus Wade has nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> again, I think I think King of the Hill is smarter and it's more about the characters. Um, so I think that, like, that tells a better story, and yeah, it's King funnier of the Hill that can't way. Can't do the things that Family Guy does. That's like apples right. and oranges, you know. They're all different, right? But I think, and and compare now if you go to the next level between Simpsons and Family Guy, I just thought Family Guy was straight up funnier, just with the the bits that they did. Yeah, I'd agree with that. They had a lot of like laugh out loud jokes. Yeah, but well, maybe it's because we're so fucked up with our sense <laughs> of humor. Well, as Mikey alluded to earlier, there was that Cosby bit. Yeah. Like yeah. Cosby with what we know now. And it's yeah. just like one of the opening bits where he's dancing around to like jazz music and everyone, all the girls are passed out. And the <laughs> Noid. Special guest B. Arthur. <laughs> B. Arthur the Noid. And fucking, <laughs> the Noid. What like, the fuck? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I like that one. <laughs> Mikey and I were like, oh shit. Yeah, that was brutal. There was something else that fucking really, that hit a pick close too. I remember there was uh, something. Oh, was it the Back to the Future one? With oh the, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, it was the Muhammad Ali. One. Oh, oh yeah. What would happen if Muhammad Ali retired? What would you, what would Muhammad Ali do if he just gave up? And they say, "Hello, children. Oh, How are my you? wonderful children. Let oh. me sing you a song." Would you like oh, my darling you? wife brought me soup. My favorite meal, hot soup. <laughs> <laughs> yep, right in there. Fucking brutal. 
brutal. Yeah, it was rough. Holy shit. Also, um, Simpsons did a lot of inside references, but I don't think anything's more inside than when Family Guy dropped Jack Witchies yeah. as yeah. a reference. On and actually, that's why I went back and watched this for the first time I saw this, because I heard there was a reference to Jack Witchies in the episode. And it's so random. Uh, Peter meets... Peter gets a letter from his long-lost sister who wants to uh, come over Thanksgiving ever since their mom died. The sister is voiced by Kate McKinnon. Oh. Of uh, Saturday Night Live, Ghostbusters Lady fame. Ghostbusters. Um, and then she it was It was in. just Ghostbusters. You don't have to say Lady Ghostbusters. I wanted to make sure people understood yeah, that it was just Ghostbusters. Just so you know, it wasn't 1987. Yeah, it was Lady Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah, Lady Ghostbusters. Calm down. I know Mike Pave is a huge fan of Lady Ghostbusters. I've never seen it. I'm just it saying. It wasn't terrible. It was I thought Chris hot Hemsworth take. was good. Chris Hemsworth was funny. Yeah, he was hysterical. Chris Hemsworth in that movie, Lady Ghostbusters. Funniest oh, so thing the, in that movie. The one guy was funny in the movie and none of the girls were. Leslie Jones. Oh, Leslie Jones was pretty funny. Very masculine. We've made it through this episode without being controversial. Uh, No, we've been, I mean... JC blew that out of the water I don't know what you're talking about. Hold for edit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Peter's sister's name is, her wrestling name is Heavy Flow. (laughs) Right. Uh, I will give it to Family Guy. All of their wrestling names uh, made me laugh. Like in... uh, In her finisher, the Toxic Shock Syndrome. Right. (laughs) And then there was uh, Her Majesty's Secret Cervix. (laughs) That that one that one killed me. Her Majesty's Secret Cervix, Maxi Patty, uh, and of course, uh, spoiler: Teen Laquifa. Teen Laquifa. Big fan of Teen Maxie Laquifa. Maxi Patty is uh, Maxwell Patricia. She was named after her father, Maxwell or Maxine <laughs> Patricia, named after her father, <laughs> Maxwell Patrick. Um, I also did like um, in the Jack Witchie's reference where uh, they were talking about Andrea the Giant, Andrea the Lady Giant, Andrea the Giant. That was um, a real thing. Andrea the Lady Giant. That was uh, who we may know today as Baby Doll. She oh. wrestled as Andrea the Lady Giant for a while. Nice. Um, and that was. <laughs> I don't know why they decided to make that reference at nine eleven, like day after nine. Yeah, the day after nine eleven. <laughs> we'll never forget what happened yesterday, but this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I think that was a knock on wrestling as a. As a whole, having yeah. to move on. So with, like, I'd fights and feuds. NCW had a wrestling show t- like three weeks after 9 11. Like it was September 29th, 2001. And I remember we were really discussing, like, how the hell do we, like, what do we do? You and guys were like, hey, did you see that episode of King of the Hill? <laughs> it's, <laughs> only, it's only four years old. <laughs> it's still new to us. Here's, here's what we're going to do. I'll Pearl Harbor you. Oh, no. You come back and jap me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was uh, that was the Sandman, not Mike Pave. <laughs> just for anyone, it's still not as bad as when we. Uh, I was a part of a 9/11 benefit, and at this show where they decided to have me be a fan favorite for some reason, I was trying to do a solemn speech about how we were all here for the victims of <laughs> I know 9/11, what's and in the crowd, all you heard was. Boo! And said, we hate you. We, we wish, wish you, you died in 9-11. And I, my heart hurt so bad. Maybe I take it back about that love to be loathed <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, there you go. Because I was just like. Yeah, that's what it's about. I was like, holy shit. It's different because you were trying to be a baby face and they were hating you for no other reason. Right. So it's, I think that's different. Right. <laughs> so by especially, the, especially being told that they wish you died in the worst. <laughs> yes. The worst event in uh, United States history. And this was only like. Ten months later, if you died in 9/11. Nobody would even remember you. If you died in 9/11, we wouldn't be here right now. Oh, it's true. 
I'm I might be here in this room. Yes, but yes. not overall sitting with you guys with all this wrestling paraphernalia around me. That's true, and all this other paraphernalia that you have around you. <laughs> That's that would remain. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, it was a touchy time back then. Uh, so I guess it is kind of apropos that Family Guy would make a weird reference to it. Yeah, like, was it two days after nine eleven they did the SmackDown? I don't think it was that. It was the week after. Yeah, it, it was the following t- Tuesday. I swear it was like the like the thirteenth. I'm gonna look this up. I feel right. like 9/11 was on a Tuesday. Though. All right, so Mike. So it would have already been Mikey. Where were recorded. you on 9/11? I was um, at college. Okay. Can um, I go to school of broadcasting? No, I was at Massasoit Community College. All right. Uh, me and uh, Katie Mercedes. Uh, I was together. working at RF Video. Uh, we were uh, we were in history class, oh. and the history teacher started the class by saying, "Well, I guess there's some news that a plane crashed into the World Trade Center." But you know what? That happens all the time. Let's get ready for uh, what? Yeah, he was like all the time. He, it used to happen all the time. Planes used to always crash into the into the um, the World Trade Center and the um, uh, Empire State Building. Jesus. Small planes, small like. So tra- he didn't know at that point that right. there were no, the two giants. Yeah, we didn't know at all. So we went through the entire hour long fucking class, and when we went to switch classes to get go to our car to get our books for the next class, <coughs> we were told the school was canceled. WWE and Smackdown everybody started leaving. Was the first public assembly of its size taking place live from Houston on September thirteenth? Wow. wow, they really wow. Two days later, and just like when they tried to indict my father, Vince McMahon. We're not going to let the terrorists win. <laughs> That's what Stephanie said on that 9-11 SmackDown. And like Chris Benoit said on that promo we watched earlier. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. How old were you in 9-11, Jake? 2001? Uh, 2001. I was in fifth grade for the second God time. damn it. Did you... Not to make this a whole 9-11, but... I mean, we we're never, talking When are we ever going to talk never about Never again. again. So, like... Um, Never forget. You're in fifth grade. Did they do anything? Like, did they tell you? Did you watch it on TV? Like, no, they... but I could tell there was something wrong because all the teachers got really weird and somber. And like, then I asked to go to the bathroom, and then when I went down, there was two people in the office like bawling their fucking eyes out. So wow. I could tell that there was an issue. Like, I knew something was really wrong, but I didn't know what, and I don't think I really understood the magnitude of it mm. until like years later i was working at rf video the pro wrestling shop at the yep. world square mall i had opened the shop up that morning uh somebody over at cvs had called out to me and said i just heard i just got a phone call about some kind of attack get in the car i turned on no time to explain i took out my ecw volume two most violent matches and turned on Channel 10 News, and we all watched from my kiosk. I thought you were going to say you took it out and put it on the VCR. Yeah, we watched, we I watched put on, ECW's bloodiest matches. I put on my ECW Replica Heavyweight Championship belt. and <laughs> That we, wasn't your belt. So how many people crowded around the TV? We had like a group of, there was like nine of us around the TV wow. at the pro wrestling shop. Interesting. Uh, the people from the Piercing Pagoda from CVS. Like there were no like mall goers. Like at that point, it was early in the day. It was right? early in the day, yeah. and people weren't coming to the mall at that point. Once right. they knew there was an attack, they just so we just watched. I had to work my shift. I couldn't leave until like four wow. o'clock. See, when they canceled school, every they canceled the entire the entire college. So everybody left at the, in- the exact same time. So it took us an hour and a half to get out of the parking <sighs> lot. And all I heard was, all we were listening to was the radio. So I did not know until I got home that there was actual video footage of this and it blew my fucking mind. I was talking to my... There was never video footage of anything then. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to my grandmother on the phone at the shop. Uh, they closed them all early. So I left when they closed uh, at the end of the shift. But it was just so chaotic. And... 
Uh, I always like to ask, like, you know, I know it's a real trite question, but like, oh, where were you on 9-11? It's one of those things that everybody always remembers what they were doing. But I mean, look at the three of us with three distinct things. You were at school and college. Jake was in the fifth fucking grade. And I was working at a pro wrestling shop. So, like, it was just, it's it was a weird, weird time. And then it's even weirder to know that SmackDown, two days later. Two days later. Was the very first public assembly of, uh... You know Vince wanted to do Monday Night Raw, but they were like, no. Like, was yeah. it the night of? Well, it would have been two was days it? before, right? So eleven well, would have been a Sunday. Because it, no, I was, I was. I wouldn't be at school on a Sunday, would I? No, oh wait, so did I. they tape SmackDown? Yeah, because wait it a would, second, it would have been. A, I could have sworn it was a. You know what? It was on a Tuesday because they taped it on the, on Tuesday? the Tuesday to air on Friday, which would have been. It would have aired on to Thursday. air on Thursday, which would have been two days later. So they did it that night. They fucking did the that. Would have been crazy too. Or maybe they did it live on the thirteenth. Or is it Memorex? <laughs> Love it. Interesting. Now, look, man, because I could have sworn it was. Turns a out they did it three years later. <laughs> it wasn't even close. <laughs> All I remember is that Stephanie. All I remember is that Stephanie McMahon promo. Yeah, like that was so awkward. And I remember um, Deborah McMichael crying. <laughs> no, that was on the lockup. We've talked about that before. Oh, uh, Deborah Michael used a long time uh, <laughs> caller for the lockup. Mike Pava's old wrestling talk show. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. She always get she always got beat up. Five zero eight five eight six fourteen sixty. Oh, fourteen sixty. You know, I love three way theater and I love what we have. But there are times where I miss doing the lockup. It was fun. Like the you know even though it was AM radio, it was still the radio and that was fun too. Yeah. yeah. We actually have stuff to record now, and we could have used their good like. Stuff. I just paid a lot of money for this stuff. <laughs> yeah, fucking but they got asshole. Those things that have arms. Oh yeah. Oh, so you want you want arms? Yeah, I want you to reach over and hold this mic for me, <laughs> right at my mouth, and turn it with my head. <laughs> Gross. You're fucking rotisserie over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I have this apple in my mouth. <laughs> just in time for Thanksgiving. This is gonna cook for days. <laughs> All right, oh. so maybe we should go where back we, to talk. Where about are we at right now? Guy. Yeah, let's. Uh, we haven't so, even. Sorry, got, guys. So Peter's sister. <laughs> <laughs> brutally bullies him at, on Thanksgiving, ruins everything, farts in his face, fucking calls him PP, brings up all the horrible things that happen. But everybody loves Karen. Yeah, especially Meg, who uh, likes to have someone, someone like is basically doing to him what he does Shh, to her. Right. Hold on. She's em- she's empowered by it, in a way. Uh, yeah. We also, we also find out that Meg is... May or may not be a lesbian in this episode. I'm pretty sure she's. Oh, hasn't she been out? Well, she's as a, dated she's, guys. She's like, dated uh, Adam West. She's <laughs> old made a, guys. She's hooked up with her brother. The, uh, in Wincest. Uh, Halloween episode. Win- Wincest. Yeah. Okay, Fucking Charlie supernatural Sheen. over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what? That's a thing. Wincest. We've talked. We've also talked about the Winchester brothers. What the fuck are you we've, talking? About? You should go back and listen to our other episodes this. of Three Way Theater, Jake. I will Jake. not. <laughs> Jake, head on over to threewaytheater.com and check out our previous episodes. Or perhaps Podbean or iTunes, whatever yeah. you whatever you prefer. So, Peter's sister, uh, he puts she puts him in the toxic shock, chokes him out at during the family football game. Uh, he starts stuttering like he did when he repressed as a child, and then he pisses his pants in front of everyone, and everyone feels bad. Yeah, like everyone is clearly. That's like, weird. You know, for him. In surprising fashion, uh, I feel like even Family Guy took kind of a serious turn there 
with yeah. uh, Peter's crisis with his sister. Yeah, it was uh, a lot more real. Well, when Meg like finally comforts uh, Peter at in the kitchen, like I was waiting for the punchline to come and it never came. It's always it's it's like that scene in every Netflix original series where that one person's an asshole and then their stepdad beats them up and then you were like, oh, that's why they're an asshole. Like that's always happens on shows. I feel like you shouldn't be talking about that. What? Nothing. All right. Anyway, moving on. There's plenty of things we shouldn't have been talking about today. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> Hold for edit. Anyway. Um, I just, it was more, it was surprising for me based on everything we had seen previously in the episode itself for so, them to kind of go like straight with it. So Peter decides he's going to fight Karen and that's the only way to earn a respect or something. Right. And he runs up to to her at a wrestling show. She had just beaten someone. She's the women's champion. And she didn't beat just someone. Her Majesty's Secret, Secret Cervix. Cervix. And, uh, and they're 60 by 60 wrestling ring. Huge ring. <laughs> it's so big. Later in the, in the match, a, a stretch limousine pulls up into the That's ring. also... That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is... As, if you want to know how big this fucking ring was, uh, stretch limo. <laughs> stretch. And um, so Peter challenges her to a fight. She says no, but she eventually goads her into the fight. Well, she doesn't realize it's Peter at no, first. No, she thinks it's Maxi Patty, the only uh, the only real villain, like the only person that would feud with Heavy Flow. Right. Um, Makes sense to me. And she finally gets the fight. They're fighting. Peter goes, stop it, Karen. And then that's when Karen realizes she's beating up her sister, her brother. Right. Either or. Whatever pronoun Peter wants to use when he's dressed right. up. Right. We don't want to Whatever assume. he chooses. Yeah. Even though JC's loud ex- uh, That never happened. Earlier, yeah. Never happened. Oh, so nobody's going to know what I'm talking right. about. Yep. Nope. Nope. When nope. JC yelled an expletive. Yeah. Expletive uh, deleted. Especially the deleted delete, part. Delete. Delete. Um, <laughs> I got to say, Peter has fought a chicken multiple times. Yep. And has done pretty well in these fights. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could have put up a better fight against his sister. No, see, there's that sibling rivalry. It goes back to being a kid where he's he's. It's her. a psychological advantage. Yeah. All right. A hundred percent. Even if like you could physically beat someone up, if they're in your head, and they've already in your head, you're already defeated. You got mind no games, dude. Mind games. In your head. <laughs> see, in- I was the one psychologically torturing my sister, so I guess I didn't understand that I part. I thought you denied having a sister. What sister? Oh, you th- never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yep, never mind. <laughs> never mind, sweaty bee. So Karen puts Peter in the toxic shock. Peter's about to die. Yeah, die. Like, literally, his literally arms die. are about to be ripped off. Yeah, yeah his head's uh, turning. The announce. I like that there were announcers for this one. Yeah, talking of um, calling the match and shit. That was cool. A different, uh, different thing. Yeah, and Peter's done. Yeah, Peter's done. No way out. With his last breath, he says. Give the show to Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's Stewie's about to in charge out, now. Um, you see a masked woman hit Heavy Flow in the back of the head with a chair, knocking her out and getting the pin. One, two, three. Only for that woman to demask as Meg. What? Peter's daughter. What? And also Teen Laquifa. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey couldn't get over the fact that when she took off her mask, the glasses were already on. He thought that they were off, and he, she put them on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that happened. You don't understand how animation works. You know how expensive it would be to animate her putting on her glasses? That's a lot of cells we just don't have the money for. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice inside reference. Thank you. 
and uh, they have another uh, semi-serious heart moment. To heart, yeah. yeah. Like again, I was waiting for a big punchline to come. Like I was waiting for like lady. Uh, I was waiting for Karen to like smash her with the chair. No, well, the the punchline was Karen's dead. <laughs> I feel like this was way long overdue. I feel like this is. I feel like we didn't see a punchline because Peter has been so horrible to Meg for many, many years. True. And this was kind of their way of. I guess the mon- the montage of they've awful a, things but here's he's the thing, done. They, yeah, they we missed we glossed over the montage of shitty things. Which you love montages. I love montages. So. Yeah, he called the montage earlier and it just never. And happened. it wasn't a montage. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> he was so psyched. I guess the punchline of the entire gag was Stewie showing up in the limousine. Yeah, after he <laughs> thought Peter was dead, shows up in the limousine wearing a full <laughs> pimp outfit with a fucking hooker on his arm <laughs> and a cane. He goes, "Oh, I thought you were dead." Well, if you die, this is kind of the direction I'm thinking about going. <laughs> and uh, we get back to the house, and uh, Lois is like, so is Karen okay? Peter's like, I called the hospital four times, but she's still in the coma. And then he gets a phone call on his cell phone, and he goes, um, no, I don't think I'm her blood type. No, I don't want to. <laughs> no, I don't want to check. <laughs> All right, bye. There's uh, nothing they can do. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing was that um, Meg hit Karen with a real chair yeah, when not a, wrestling they use not fake a work chairs. chair. Yeah, yeah. if uh, if only. Mm-hmm. If I wish. I wish. Only. Yeah. And um, and the in the same line of thought as your chicken, I feel like Karen's more opposing than the chicken. All right. Like the chicken's like just two guys fighting, where Karen's a pro wrestler, and built giant threw Chris around, who's heavy, like threw him up in the air. Okay. All right, I, I can. I'll buy into that. Okay, guys, we've discussed all three episodes. Yep. If yes. you had to list them, one, all two, three, ranking. in quality, one being the best, three being the worst, where would you put them? Uh, I'm gonna say Family Guy, King of the Hill, Simpsons. Okay. I I that's what I was gonna say. I agree with you. I Family Guy one. King of the Hill 2 and uh, Simpsons 3. And let me say, I was planning on it not being in that order. I was planning on not enjoying King, King of the Hill. Hill as much as I did. I was, I'll was. Oh. i actually put it King of the Hill, Family Guy Simpsons. All right. I think uh, as much as I appreciated what they did with uh, King of the Hill, I just laughed more at Family Guy. And I think for me, entertainment-wise, that's what I was really looking for yeah. with these the, episodes. The Jack, Re- the Jack Witchies reference really puts it over the top for me um, as far as putting Family Guy on top. I, th- I thought... King of the Hill had some really funny, like it was like an episode with wrestling in it rather than a wrestling episode, yeah. you know. So I was down with that, and I love how they did it differently. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, this person needs to become a wrestler. It's they're trying out for the wrestling team, and they need a way to get out of an actual fight. I, I think character wise, very and smart and story wise, I I'm, I'm with you. I really enjoyed it. I think what I was hoping for and looking for with these three episodes was really just to be entertained and laugh. And I think that's what I got more with. And I and I don't feel I want to feel like I'm dogging the Simpsons either because there were parts of the Simpsons episode I did enjoy, mm-hmm. and there were things that I really liked about it. But I don't think it held a candle to the other two episodes. Um, I don't have the numbers on how King of the Hill did on the like this particular night because it was season two. Was oh ratings wise? Is that what you're talking about? Ooh. Okay. But I do have. The ratings between The Simpsons and Family Guy. Okay. Would you guys like to take a guess on Uh-oh. which one got more viewers? You got to think that this is 26, ep- 26 seasons into the uh, 24 episodes. Well, let's see. Simpsons was 2013 and Family Guy was in 2015. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm going to say Simpsons still. I'm, I, I'll say Family Guy. Family Guy pulled in 2.91 million viewers wow. for this night. While the Simpsons Gorgeous Grandpa episode pulled in 4.66 million, outdrawing Cleveland Show, Bob's Burgers, and a repeat of They're still pulling them in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, even despite that's that's why The Simpsons is still on the air. Because no matter what, it's a juggernaut. They still get great ratings for every episode, every season. They're like a show that's always on, always in the same spot. So people watch it out of habit, even. Yes, absolutely. Like, that's that's their routine. Whether it's good or not is irrelevant. It's just a matter of. Yeah, for a long time, me and Ashley would go. And we'd watch Saturday Night Live every week, and sometimes it'd be bad. Sometimes it'd be a couple of good things, but it was our it was our routine, a ritual. Right. You don't do that anymore. Uh, new season, I think it just started, so we need All to right. get back in the swing. Um, it, it's just one of those things where also, if also anything, animated note, David Pumpkin's Christmas uh, Halloween special wasn't good. Oh, I I kind of <laughs> stayed away from that because I don't want it to soil my love of David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> Um, but like anything with ratings, I feel like, like we, Jake and I were talking previously about like a show, uh, Andy Richter had a show, Andy Barker PI, and it was averaging like 5 million viewers. If that was airing today. But it was just because those times had great viewership all around for things. But it was canceled in one season despite getting 5 million viewers. Family Guy got what? 2.9 million for that episode? yeah. Like they would kill for a five million rate, like yep. five million people watching. Even The Simpsons there. So I mean, it, ratings have changed so much over the years. Forgot we talked about Andy Barker. We talked a lot about Andy Barker. <laughs> spent the whole day talking about that. <laughs> you didn't believe that it was a thing, and it was. There was. Um, but I think also with the change to Netflix, like we like we sat there, we did two epi- two episodes talking about Glow. We don't know how many people are watching Glow. Right. We're not like you know the way with the way the the I'd ratings. Say at least a couple hundred. <laughs> I'd say two fifty. I'd say a little more than that. But I mean, they don't discuss ratings for Netflix. They don't talk about that kind yeah. of thing. So the way people watch TV now, I mean, we watch these episodes today on YouTube and Daily Motion, and I mean, we watched one, one on, on, demand. on on demand. So I mean, every the way we just watch and consume all kind of media now is changed. Yeah, the Family Guy used to be on Netflix, but they take they took down up. They only have up to season eight currently. Really? That was season fourteen. Weird. All right, guys, uh, what'd you learn? Oh shit. We still do that? On three-way theater, we do. All right. Okay. I'm down with that. What did I learn? I learned that Roe versus Wade has nothing to do with this situation (laughs) here. Um, I learned that writing is for bathroom walls. (laughs) (laughs) That's a goddamn good one. (laughs) I don't have anything And acting is for getting out of speed and tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I learned what it would be like if the Cosby show... (laughs) (laughs) If what we know now... (laughs) What we knew now about Bill Cosby, and he had the Cosby show... Um, real quick, guys, before we end this one, yeah, uh, we were just talking about Netflix. If you are looking for something to watch this holiday, oh. uh, watch Jim and Andy, the documentary about oh, Jim Carrey yes. and yeah. Andy Kaufman. Yes, Jake showed us that trailer, yeah. and it was f- they looked fucking amazing. That is available uh, now. Go now? And check it out. Yeah, it's available now. Yeah, fuck Ooh. yeah, we should have just fuck yeah, should have just done the episode today. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh man. And what's today? You said today. So what's the date for that? As of whenever you're listening right now, oh. you can go and check it out. Sunday on. If you're listening in a couple years, might not be on. <laughs> may not be. You may not be able to check it out on uh, then, other uh, platforms. Find it in whatever way you can because yeah. the trailer looked amazing. I've been so excited for this. Yes. Um, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy, happy th- Thanksgiving. You know what? 
Come on, come on, come on, don't don't ask what we're thankful for. Don't, I, I saw your fucking face, and he got all fucking wistful. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. <laughs> I'm thankful for this great, brand new, wonderful equipment that Jason oh, has gotten thanks. for us. I'm thankful I'm yeah. not Ricky Rude. <laughs> you did that last time. I'm thankful for my polka dots. You also did that last yep. time. Sardine stuffing in our turkeys. <laughs> I'm thankful for you guys. Aw. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> Hold edit for edit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> you guys should have heard what JC said. That being You'll said, never hear it. That being said, I love you all. Aww. I love you guys. Wait, you mean just us or all the listeners? You, you, uh-huh. and you. Oh. Not Clancy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. How can you find us? Uh, you can uh, find in us in the hearts. They're singing "Happy Birthday" again. Hurry up! <laughs> <A> third time. <laughs> uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out, Clancy. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> check us out on Facebook. Uh, of course, the all-encompassing website threewaytheater.com. Uh, throw us a like. Why not Twitter? What's your problem with Twitter? Um, uh, yeah, check out me and the Max new podcast we have coming out soon. Triple Threat Theater. God damn it! It's <laughs> a great name. It's all right. It's, it's better than three way theater. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys! Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Get Pava. some stuffing. Ooh. We'll see you at the Peakies. Oh yeah, Peakies. I'm Lumberjack. I'm JC. And you've been listening to Three Way theater. theater. What song should we play out? Um, uh, Atomic Dog. Can we play? I love. Um, let's play. Dig a um, dig a dog. Dig a dig a dog. <laughs> no. Let's play. I love to be loathed. Oh, oh this, yeah, the Mr. Okay. Burns. Yeah. Thing. All right. Yeah, rip that, JC. <laughs> rip it. Rip them. <laughs> Later, boys and girl. It's probably one girl listening. It's got to be at least one. Hated is the worst feeling there is. <laughs> You've got it all wrong, my friend. Once you see it my way, you'll understand that being hated is the greatest feeling in the world. Don't really care for chasing women, never was keen on booze. Don't take cocaine or Mary Jane, no, I get drunk on booze. Uh, that's B-O-O-S, not Z-E as before. Uh, we get it. Because you've got to love to be hated, find the good in being bad. Oh, the crowd is full of gentlemen, but they've paid to see the cad. Yes, it's a hoot, a kick, a gas, when you're the villain of the show. But once you wear black, you'll never go back, it's a high to be loathed. Chucky, Stalin, Megatron, Eric Cartman, Donkey Kong, Vader, Nader, Simon Legree, Terminators, 1, 2, and 3, Iago, Joker, Voldemort, McEnroe on center court, Mr. Burns and Skeletor, keep your good guys, what a snore. When it's your head, they want to sever, and your blood, they want to shed. You know you're gonna live forever if everybody wants you dead. So listen up. Because I'm given the best advice you'll ever know So feel the thrill, I know you will It's a high to be low Duh. <laughs>